The following message is from the audio ministry of Coastal Community Church. We trust you'll find it helpful and encouraging. Now, here's Pastor Chris Rollins. Welcome to Coastal Community Church. I'm Pastor Chris. Uh, if you're watching us online from around the country at home here in Charleston, uh, glad to have you with us today. If you're tuning in at 6 p.m., we're so glad and thankful that you're using uh, this uh, service uh, available to you today. Um, we're so glad that you're here. Man, I am pumped up. Today uh, is Life Group Sunday. Uh, woo! It's, we're excited about that. I'm going to... Uh, Actually, let me just go ahead and cut to the chase, okay? Let me just kind of lay it on the line. My wife says that subtlety is not one of my characteristics. So it's not, uh, so I, I'm not going to be subtle here today. I just want to cut to the chase and tell you what I want to see happen today, okay? I want to challenge everybody, everybody that's in this room, everybody watching this online, I want you to get connected here at Coastal. And today, I want you to sign up to join a life group. Uh, it is simple as that. So today, here's what's going to happen. Uh, I am going to challenge you, encourage you, kick you in the butt, and tell you uh, that you need to make the time, you need to reprioritize your life, and you need to get in a life group for one short semester. Now, I know we call them life groups, but they're not for life. In fact, this semester, they are only eight weeks long. They're, all of our groups are going to be starting the week of September the 22nd, so about a month away, and uh, they end, they all end uh, about around the week of November the 10th. Listen, do not miss out on a move of God here at this church uh, and in your life uh, this year. Uh, this semester, our groups are a little bit different. Uh, we are all, uh, as a church, we are going through what we're calling a spiritual growth campaign, a church-wide campaign where it's the power of focused alignment. My messages are going to coincide with uh, what all of our groups are going to be studying this semester, and it's all about faith, the key to miracles in your life, in the life of our church, in your life personally. So all of our groups this semester are actually studying the exact same thing. So what you're going to be signing up for today is not a study, it's not a book, it's not an activity. You're actually just going to be choosing um, a day, a time, and a location. And so underneath, so here's what happens on Life Group Sunday, okay? So our service is basically the same, except for it's a little bit shorter. We sing a little bit shorter, uh, my message is a little bit shorter, but everything's about the same. And then, when I dismiss everybody, we are being dismissed early compared to our children's ministry. So if you got kids over in Coastal Kids, don't go get them yet. We're dismissing you early intentionally so that you can go out to the two tents. We actually have two tents today because we have so many groups. We have 37 different life groups this semester. So um, the life groups follow your catalog. So here's your catalog. We actually gave you this last week. We made it available online, and it starts Sunday, then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And so underneath the tent, it actually snakes around and follows the catalog. So it actually starts right over here, right as you walk out the, the entry point uh, facing the big oak tree, and it kind of snakes that way, goes around, goes into the next tent, and then comes back and ends uh, in the first tent. I promise it'll make sense once you get in there. Um, 
And so after this, when, when you are dismissed here today at the very end of our service, just like normal, don't go get your kids. My wife, our children's director, will be upset with me if you go get your kid because they're going to end on time, like on the regular time. So we have a little bit more time to go check out all the tents. But we'll make an announcement in the tent when it's the normal time to go pick up uh, your kids. And then just enjoy underneath the tent. All of our leaders are out there. You can ask questions, meet other people who are signing up for your group. All of them have provided food and snacks. I've seen meatballs. I've seen chicken wings. I've seen uh, walking tacos. There's all kind of great food out there. So just enjoy. When you go get your kids, you can bring them out to the tent. Check things out. Walk around. And most importantly, though, again, what I want you today, sign up for a life group. Very good. Now, I love what we do here on Sunday mornings. I really do. I mean, I I just think it's awesome. I love the worship experience. I love the music. Uh, I love watching people come to faith in this place. I really think Coastal is an exciting place to be. I don't understand how you'd ever want to miss this and not be a part of it. I I love, you know, attracting a crowd. Um, I love reaching as many people as possible with the gospel. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, reaching large numbers. The early church grew very large, uh, very fast. However... Listen to this, loud and clear. There is one weakness in a crowd. It's hard to grow in your faith in a crowd. You you don't live out your faith in a crowd. You actually need something else. You need something called community. True community. Connectedness. Um, You and I were actually created for community for communion with God and communion with other people. And at Coastal, we believe that one of the primary places to live that community out is in our small groups. We call them life groups here at Coastal. And I love the community that I personally have experienced over the years. You know, 30 years now, this coming year, 30 years of doing life together, 30 years of small groups. I love the community that I've experienced here at this church. I love that I personally have, we call them three o'clock in the morning friends here because I've been in a group with people. I've developed friends. I love that, uh, that I know your story, many of your stories, and you know mine because we've been in a, a life group together over the years. I absolutely love it as a pastor that the first call that many people make here at this church when they're in need or they're hurting or they're sick, it's not me, it's somebody in their life group. In fact, notice what the Bible says in Romans 12, 5. Since we are all one body in Christ, we belong to each other and each of us needs all the others. Right now, do me a favor, turn to the person next to you and say, I need you. I need you. Go ahead and do that. I need you. I think we just had a few uh, marriage proposals. You know, that's great. Trying to help the single folks out here a little bit. I'll be available after the services uh, for whatever you need. So, uh, real quickly today, here's what's going to happen. I want to step you through just some of the benefits of why you ought to be connected. You know, of why you've got to get connected and experience community here in church. And then, we're actually going to give you an opportunity to go and do that. 
to take a next step and begin the process of, of getting connected. Again, at the end of the service today, when you are dismissed, in fact, don't come meet me in the Welcome Center. I'm not going to be there. I'm going to be out in the tent. Come out to the tent. Uh, we're going to take a little field trip, and you're actually going to have a practical chance to check out all the different groups and uh, sign up for one today. So why? If you're taking notes, what is it like to be spiritually connected? Number one, it's like being a brick in a building. It's like being a brick in a building. Let me explain. The Bible compares the church to a spiritual building. Look at Ephesians chapter 2. We are his what? His house. We are his house built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. And the cornerstone is Christ Jesus himself. See all this house language here. We who believe are carefully joined together, becoming a holy temple for the Lord. Through him, you Gentiles are also joined together as part of this dwelling where God's Spirit lives by His Spirit. Let me ask you, have you ever walked through a building as it's being built? You know, some of you maybe have just recently, uh, you know, moved into a new home or watched your home being built. Maybe you remember walking around in the beginning process and kind of seeing all the, uh, pe all the different pieces of, let's call them, potential building, you know, on the floor, Right? Maybe you saw bricks or pieces of wood or piles of metal and switches and boxes and wires. Now, as long as they're disconnected, they're in the building, right? But they're not really yet a part of the building. Now, that describes many of you. You come to Coastal regularly. You know, you attend here. You're kind of in the building but you're not really a part of the coastal family because you're not connected yet. Now you come and you sit and you hear God's word and you sing the songs and maybe you go out and you know you get some free Panera bread and you get some cold brew and you know you get some snacks and you chat it up a little bit with people on your way out but then you go home. Now in some ways at some level you're kind of still a spectator here. You know, you're really not yet a participator. you got to get connected. You know, that passage in Ephesians basically says that God is building this, this spiritual temple, this, this living, breathing building, and it's going to last forever. But to be a part of it, you got to get connected to it. Now why? Why did he choose a building to demonstrate what the church is like. Well, because in a building, all the connected parts, what do they do? They support each other. They support each other. Beams support other beams, walls, other walls. The roof holds up, you know, the walls together and, and all of that. They're all connected. They're all supporting. You know what I believe? That that's one of the deepest needs in your life. Support. You need emotional support. You need physical support from time to time. You certainly need spiritual support. Where are you going to get it if you're not connected? Who is going to hold you up during the tough times? Listen, you are not meant to go through life disconnected 
and unsupported. And here at Coastal, we believe that one of the places that you're going to experience that and begin the process of of understanding that is through our groups. Number two, what is being connected like in a church? It's like being a part of a body. It's like being a part of a body. The, The Bible also calls the church the body of Christ, the body of Jesus, over and over and over again. In Romans 12, it says this, just as our bodies have many parts... And uh, each part has a special function. So it is with Christ's body. We are all parts of His one body. And each of us has a different work to do. And since we are all one body in Christ, here it is again, we read this earlier, we belong to each other. And each of us needs all the others. Now, there's all kinds of spiritual truth in these verses here. And I want to point out quickly five of them. They're not uh, blanks on your outline, but you might want to jot some of this down. First of all, notice that in the church, we're all different, right? We're all unique. Guess what? God doesn't want you to be like anybody else. He's not called you to be like Pastor Chris. He's called you to be you, We're all unique. We're all different. Secondly, number two, we all have different roles to play. You know, a different uh, place of service, different work to do. Now, in a physical body, right, not every part does the same thing. Can you imagine if all the parts of your body did the same thing? What would that? That'd be crazy, right? It'd be ridiculous. You know, that would be redundant, uncomfortable, and unnecessary. That's true in the body of Christ, too. The church, we all have different roles to play in the body of Christ, in the church. Thirdly, we're all needed to make the body complete. You know, the hand doesn't say to the foot, I don't need you. The ear doesn't say to the nose, I don't need you. We're all needed in the church. Now, there are some parts of the body that are very, very small, but they're very important. Very needed. You know, you might think, well, you know, in, in this body of Christ called Coastal, Pastor Chris, I'm, you know, I'm just a toenail. Have you ever lost a toenail? I mean, that sucker hurts. I mean, do you notice it when it's gone? It is uncomfortable. Even, think about it, even the littlest part of your body, when it gets hurt, you notice it. And the same is true in the church, that there's no little part in the body of Christ. Size and significance have nothing in common in the church. You know, if if you're in coastal, if you're a part of this family, a part of this body, you are needed, you are necessary, you're not here by accident. You know, you didn't just happen upon us You know, because you got a postcard in the mail, you found us online. No, God is drawing you here to Himself. And He brought you here because you have a role to play. Fourth, uh, the fourth thing we see here in this passage is that, again, we said this earlier, we all belong to one another. And you know, we said that earlier, that the Christian life is not just a matter of believing. That's important, but it's more than that. It's also a matter of belonging. You say, well, I believe in Jesus. Man, that's great. You're halfway there. Now you've got to belong. Belong to His body. You need to be a brick in the building. You've got to be a part of the body. What good is a body part that is detached from the body? 
That makes no sense, does it? We belong to one another. You make a commitment to Jesus, but then you also make a commitment to His body, to other believers. And you say, you know what? That's going to be the body that I'm a part of. Number five, or the fifth thing that we see here in that passage is that we're all supposed to be connected to each other. You know, when you're disconnected, you're not very effective. What, what, you know, what kind of effect, how effective is a, an eyeball that's detached from the body? You know, how effective is a hand that is detached from the body? Here's the parallel. God wants you to be connected to His body because you can't be effective as a believer without being connected. And some of you have, have tricked yourself, have conned yourself into believing that you can. And that's not what the Bible teaches. That's not what Jesus taught. So why did God choose the body as an illustration of what the church is to be? Well, because in a body, all the parts grow together. We grow together. Again, a detached part of the body cannot grow You know, again, I don't know how to say it any clearer than this. You cannot be all that God wants you to be and grow to be what God wants you to be without being attached to a church home. We grow in community together. We grow by sharing and doing life together. And one of the primary places that that happens here at Coastal, it's not here you know, on Sunday mornings for, for you know, an hour and ten minutes. That's, that's not it. It's in fellowship with one another. It's doing life together in a small group. Third reason, a third thing that being connected is like. Being spiritually connected is like being a sheep in a flock. It's like being a sheep in a flock. Uh, Psalm 100, verse 3 says, We are His people, the what? What's it say? The sheep of His pasture. Now, depending on what you know about sheep, that might not sound too appealing. A sheep in a flock. Sheep are kind of smelly, aren't they? Uh, But if you remember in Psalm 23, it says, the Lord is my what? Shepherd. I have everything I need. You see, when you get in God's flock, the great shepherd, Jesus, takes care of all the needs in your life. In fact, Jesus said this in John 10, I am the good shepherd. I know my own sheep and they know me just as my Father knows me and I know the Father and I lay down my life for the sheep. Man, that is how much you matter to God. Jesus laid down His life. He sacrificed His life for you. Now, why in the world did God choose the flock as an image of what it means to be spiritually connected? Because in a flock, the sheep are protected and cared for. They are protected and cared for. Um, That's one of the functions of the church. That's why we exist. You need that in your life. Listen, when you are getting beat up in this world, and you will, some of you are, when your marriage and your family are being strained to the limit, when you are facing a personal crisis, when you are going through a storm, you need people who will step up to the bat for you. You need people that when everybody else is walking out of your life, these people walk into your life. They protect you. They care for you. Now the fact is, listen to me, 
Those things that I just talked about, personal crisis, family and marriage being strained, storms, they are going to happen in your life. They are. You're going to experience a hurricane. You are going to lose a loved one. And only a fool would go through life completely unprepared for what we all know is inevitably going to happen. Listen, you need the support in your life now. Now. Because you don't know when the crisis is going to hit. You don't know when the storm is going to come. You need that support group. You need those three or four. Listen, you don't need a hundred. You don't need 600. You know what you need? You need this many. Four or five, maybe. People in your life, three o'clock in the morning friends, who are going to be there when you need them. And what I'm telling you as your pastor in great, great love today is the time to prepare for that is now. And God says that the safety net that he planned for your life is a group of believers who are committed to you. Now, am I guaranteeing you that when you go and you sign up for a life group today, that you're automatically going to find that this semester, that you're going to experience relational euphoria? You know, this is going to be you know, a, a perfect group with perfect people. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. But what we are saying here at Coastal is that if we could put you in the environment, make it possible that over time that you can develop this, a handful of people that will go to bat for you, that will love you, and you can love them. Anybody uh, live in a neighborhood where they got those uh, neighborhood watch signs up? You ever seen one of those? That's a sign of what? That's a sign of community. What does it say? It says, well, we watch out for people here. We take care of each other. You know, if, if some of you went on vacation this summer, or you were going to be gone from your house even for a few days, my guess is that you probably told your neighbor you know, uh, one, my neighbor, uh, if you're facing my house to the right, uh, is a police officer, Patrick. He actually serves here on Sunday morning sometimes in uniform. And uh, he was going out of town just for a few days. He said, Pastor Chris, do you mind uh, just, you know, watching out for our home? You know, we're, we're going to be gone. Keep an eye and, you know, look out for my stuff. And we, we all do that, right? Because we want somebody, you know, to look out for our stuff. Now, let me ask you a, a really important question. Do you have anybody looking out for your soul? Because your soul is far more important than your stuff. I mean, is there anybody helping you out in your spiritual journey? Anybody personally in your life that, who is um, you know, watching out for you, making sure that you're still growing spiritually, that you're not getting discouraged or depressed or feel like giving up? That's why you ought to get connected. That's why you ought to join a group. The last image of being spiritually connected is one uh, that you're very familiar with, and um, we refer to it all the time here at Coastal. Talk about it a lot. Number four, it's like being a member of a family. It's like being a member of a family. The Bible calls the church the family of God. We are a spiritual family. 1 Timothy 3.15, if I am delayed, you will know how people ought to conduct themselves in God's what? God's household, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and foundation of the truth. We're a family. 
So how are we to conduct ourselves as members of God's family? Well, Romans 12.10, listen to this. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Why? Again, because we're a family. You know, that, that little phrase there, one another, man, it is all through the New Testament. Like 58 different times it's, it's, it's listed. And, and the Bible says things like we are to love one another and care for one another and encourage one another and pray for one another and support one another and give to one another and help one another and on and on and on. That's what it means to, to be connected to the family. And what I'm saying is you can't experience that just by coming and sitting in a row and then being dismissed. That's not enough. Now why? Why did God choose the family as an illustration of what it's like to be spiritually connected to a a church? I think there's a lot of reasons, but I think at its core, uh, in a family, the members are to love one another, love each other. Now, Those of you who've been through our membership class here at Coastal, you know, and we talk about this, that as a member of this church, we expect our members to to love one another. But what is that? What is love? Well, love is a choice, and it's a commitment. It's, It's a decision that you are making to treat someone as you would want to be treated. Listen to this, you ready? Regardless of how you feel, and regardless of how they respond. That's love. You're going to treat somebody the way you want to be treated, regardless of how you feel, and regardless of how they respond. It's a choice and a commitment. Now let me ask you a question. You ready for this? Does that mean you know, that you're going to be best buddies with everybody here? No! But we're called to love one another. That also doesn't mean that we're never going to drive each other crazy from time to time. Or that we're, gonna, you know, we're not going to get on each other's last nerve. You know, I'm going to hurt your feelings. I'm going to tell too many cat jokes once in a while. You know? Listen, let me ask you. In your own family, you know, like when you gather together for Christmas or you know, Thanksgiving, family reunion, are there not some people in your own family that just drive you crazy, that you really want to do one of those tests you know, to see if they're actually a part of your family? Because they're whack jobs, aren't they? I mean, and then, okay, that's the big gathering. Let me ask you a question. Let's bring it on down to your own little immediate family. Are there not times in your own immediate family when if you acted on your feelings, everybody in this room would be in jail? I mean, that's the, that's the God honest truth, isn't it? You know what the miracle, the miracle of the church is this. That we put all those crazy families, your crazy family, and my crazy family, and your crazy family, and that little bunch of whack jobs in your family, and we put them all together in one big thing called the church, and we are called to love one another. Listen to me. Jesus said that that is one of the best witnesses we have to the watching world, is that we love one another. And what I'm trying to tell you is that you're not going to personally experience that and live that out right here sitting in a row. It doesn't happen that way. It doesn't work that way. But you get to mix it up and be with a group of people for a semester. This, this one only eight weeks. And you get to live a little bit of that out. I want to close with just one question. 
Why would you choose to stay disconnected even one more day? You know, outside today underneath the tent, I challenge you, give me one reason. Give me one. I mean, God has designed the church to meet all of your basic needs. Love, protection, care, growth, and support. And we believe here at Coastal that the best place to begin that process of getting connected and experiencing that and living that out is our life groups. So today, I want to challenge you to join one. Man, we're all going to be studying the same thing together. I'm telling you, it's going to be a powerful move of God. We're going to talk about how faith is the key to experiencing miracles in our church, and in our lives. We're going to be going through the same uh, 40-day devotional together. Even our children are going to be doing the same material in Coastal Kids when we get started. All of our groups start the week of September the 22nd. Listen, you can do anything for eight weeks. Some of you, this is the step of faith that God's calling you to make. I want to challenge you to make it today. Now, before I pray... Before we sing, uh, before we move into our time of um, response, one of the verses that I shared earlier today talked about Jesus, the great shepherd, how he laid down his life for us. Why did he do that? He did it because we are in need of a Savior. Jesus, the great shepherd, he laid down his life for you. Have you personally received him into your life yet by faith? Maybe that's the step of faith that God has been drawing you here to make. To begin a personal relationship with God. To be forgiven. Listen, he laid down his life for his sheep because we are sinners in need of a Savior, every one of us. But the good news is one has been provided and his name is Jesus and he loves you. And he wants a relationship with you. And you can begin that today. Bow your heads and pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, God, today I thank you. I praise you for the church. I praise you and thank you for Coastal, for this church. And for the true community that I personally have experienced and benefited from. From being a part of small groups of people over the years here at this church. God, I pray that Coastal, that we continue to to grow larger and smaller at the same time. That we continue to grow larger in impact and influence and reaching as many people as possible with the good news of the gospel. But I also pray, God, that we grow smaller in our capacity and our ability to care for people and to love one another in, in small groups. And so today, God, I, I pray that there would this would begin a great move here at Coastal. That there would be people today who would sign up for the very first time. Pick a night, pick a day, what's, what's convenient for them, and join a group. And begin that process of just living this out, of getting connected to your family. And listen, if you're here today and if you have yet to be connected to God in faith, you have yet to come to Him humbly, listen, you can begin that relationship right here and right now. Just pray something like this, dear Heavenly Father, I admit it. I have, like a sheep, like a lost sheep, I have gone my own way. I have gone astray. I've made mistakes. I've sinned. I've blown it. Call it what you will. I know it. And I admit it. But Father, today, 
I ask you to forgive me. I believe. I believe that Jesus is the good shepherd who laid down his life for me. I believe that he went to the cross to pay for my sin. I believe that he rose from the dead to prove his power over sin and death. I believe that he is alive. alive. And I put my faith and my trust in him and him alone. And for the rest of my life, God, I just want to follow Jesus, the good shepherd. Father, thank you. We love you. We pray these things today in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to a message from Pastor Chris Rollins of Coastal Community Church. For more information about Coastal or to explore what your next step of faith might look like, check us out online at coastalcommunitychurch.org. From Pastor Chris and the family at Coastal Community Church, thanks for listening.